0: Okay, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast. Uh Before we get into uh, episode 164, um, right now um, I have Jessica Rivera from Facilia Has a Podcast. And the reason why I wanted to get her on before we start... Uh, you know, everyone hears the episode. Uh, there is some uh, th- because this episode uh, we recorded on July 30th, and there were situations that happened to you, Jessica. Can you kind of lighten in on it?
1: Well, I just want to say that COVID has affected a lot of people, and we can see it right now. It's apparent on mm-hmm. in our feeds. Everyone's complaining about how it's really ruining relationships. I just saw this meme right of a uh, is it is a uh, what are those birds at the at the at Pismo Beach or um, the White Birds, was it called? Seagulls? Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, they said uh, COVID and the year 2020 is basically uh, the seagull of our life, you know, it's just crapping on all of us. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, you know, I, I don't want to say anything because, you know, legal matters and everything, but I just want to say that we all need to reflect and stop judging and to understand that we're all human and right now it's a hard time so basically pray if you do pray or what are you going to do and step back and uh, reflect like Michael Jackson right man on the mirror Mm -hmm. and um, I just want to say that now my name is Jessica Lozano Delgado that was my maiden name and I'm happier than ever, I'm focusing on my kids, we're, we're resting, I'm working, my business is growing. Uh, thanks to the Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Latino Rotary Club for being there for me. And guess what Steven, I have good news. What's up? I actually became recently added to the executive board for the deaf and hard of hearing service center. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna be vice president, but I mean, things are getting better for me. So if you're a woman, if you're a man, and someone's making you feel uncomfortable, married, dating, whatever, you mm-hmm. can get out. Don't wait until it gets bad. Go get some counseling. If, if your, your partner doesn't want to get counseling, get counseling for yourself, you know? So that's all I got to say about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, congrats on you, of, you know, hopefully you get that position. And
1: uh, Oh, I do. It's already locked in. That's what I'm saying. I,
0: oh, yeah. snap. Oh, snap. Okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So, I don't like
1: to do things until it's locked in, you know?
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I just want to say I'm proud of you and stuff. I know you're a very busy woman and, you know, we, we, we have our, we have, everyone has their ups and downs, but you know what, you know, we just got to keep on moving forward and, you know, sooner or later, uh, things are going to work out uh, for the best for all of us. You know, I know this COVID is really, uh, messed up a lot of people's lives, um, you know. Uh, suicide rates, divorce rates. Uh, people are just very sad. Child,
1: child abuse.
0: It, oh yes, exactly. I see, I, yeah. Well, that's another. That's another episode. But uh, yeah,
1: no, for sure. And but the thing is, that we gotta, We have to talk about it. I mean, um, today's the day that we got to stop being afraid, right? And we got to overcome that fear and have faith. So I have faith that me being open and honest, because I was the first Latina influencer. I mean, I wrote the first article about MySpace and mm-hmm. I questioned myself, Steven, what if I didn't write that, that article and hype up MySpace, you know, because I was basically their first like uh, through Gannett Media for America. Mm-hmm. And I questioned that. So people take a break from social media for a week, um, go ride a bike. And I'm being for reals. I, I love social media. This is my business, but we all need to detox and unplug.
0: Yeah, yeah, we all have to do that. And uh, talk to me about uh this song you you're kind of like listening to. You're telling me, Mega Man, you gotta hear this song by Mariah Carey. Uh, Mariah mm-hmm. Carey, like with Lauren Hill, uh her life.
1: It's called uh, "Save the Day." It just came out like 15 hours ago. You can get it on Spotify, Amazon. And mm-hmm. Mariah Carey featuring Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. and right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I heard it and I was like, it's, it's like, it's like the same, it's like the same, almost like the same kind of song, like what happened with the Fugees and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: But it's, but it's 2020 now, right? Yeah. And, you're... um, but check it out. This is the first, this is the first paragraph. I want to just, so you guys can, can the listeners and, and much love to your listeners. You know, if you throw shade at me or if you support me, I love it. Feedback is great. I just want Mega Man to, to know that, uh, I'm excited to see what you're gonna do with your future, and please respect Mega Man's time. I, I see you doing a lot of work, Mega Man. but take <laughs> some time for yourself, okay? All right, so here's here's the first uh, words, and my daughter is, I'm a three year old, and she's right here being silly. So hold on. Okay. So it says forty days and forty dreams, darkened visions incline the reason. Philosophy cannot soothe your soul, but in the mirror, the truth will be known. I will show you your fears. just look in the mirror. You can conquer your fears, look in deep, see unobtrusive through the lies, no longer afraid, afraid to die.
0: Mm. It's pretty deep.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good beat. I mean, Lauryn Hill, it, it, it's a song that you need to listen to after you hear this podcast. Go jam on it. I mean, here, take a pause from this podcast, listen to Mariah Carey, and then come back and you'll
0: you'll feel, I mean, way better, right? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you hear that everyone here check out the Mariah Carey with Lauren Hill song and stuff, and and just kind of lay down. Save the day, save. save
1: the day, people, save the day. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, check it out. Save the day. And uh, Jessica, I just want to say uh, it's good that uh, you're shedding light of, of you know what the, you know the current stuff and everything because a lot of people are probably gonna hear this episode. It's gonna be like, hey, what, what's going on? This, this, you know, and everything. So it's good that we're letting people know uh, the current stuff before they listen to this episode because the episode was kind of almost like a, almost like a month old.
1: Yeah, it's a month old. And the thing is, I was, I was telling the truth and I was happy. My, my husband then and I, we communicated and, and I guess, you know, that's, that's what happens when uh, we make some mistakes, you know, that we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. Yeah. But, um, I, but just know that if you're an adult you have children uh, take some time to yourself. You know, if your husband or wife doesn't want you to be alone, you know, if they're controlling like that, talk to your friends and and maybe have like a Zoom night, work on your mental health. And, you know, Stephen, mm-hmm. please, please, Stephen, I see you have kids too. You know, I tell parents, shut your phone off and have, play some games, you know, some old school games.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Like today, I'm going to uh, spend time with the kids today and And um, later on at night, i want to take my lady to uh, Echo Park to go ride the boats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I do. You know, just like I said, there's a balance, you know, social media, podcasts, family work and stuff. I have I have that thing all covered. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me. I was the first person. I mean, I was 15 years old, Stephen, when my life was put out there and I didn't know so I can never get it back. So please respect that. I do have privacy. (laughs) I do have my life. It's in front of the camera. And then I have my family life. So I'll. All I ask is that people respect that I do have children.
0: All right. All right. Well, yeah. well, Jessica, I just want to say thank you. And where can everyone follow you up before we jump into the episode?
1: Okay. So it's Jessica Lozano Delgado. Uh, I'm not adding any more people to my Facebook capacity reached. I am adding people to my Instagram. And you can find me at Talking Changa. And that's Talking Monkey in Spanish. Talking Changa. T-A-L-K-I-N-G. C-H-A-N-G-A.
0: All right. All right. And, uh, and yeah, and, and that's about it right there. Uh, what about uh, with the, the, are you still doing the Visalia has a podcast still?
1: Oh, my goodness. That is me. Of course. Why would I stop? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hilarious.
1: Visalia's podcast, that's, like, my passion. Uh, I, I was the first Latina reporter for California and through Gannett Media. I mean, once you go there, you can go back and, I have my reality show, so check it out. It's on YouTube, The Jessica Show, mm. and I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna be publishing uh, a new episode uh, pretty soon.
0: Awesome, awesome. Hey, well, Jessica, I just want to say thank you, and uh, and everyone, you're gonna be hearing this now. Uh, follow her, follow the Mega Mass Podcast, and now uh, let's let's get the episode started. Enjoy. Let's do it. Everyone. Yeah, enjoy yes. the episode, er- everyone.
1: And remember to be real, people. Stop being fake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, enjoy the nice. episode. Late two, three Welcome to the Mega Mans podcast with your host Steven Martinez, aka Mega Man. This will be episode 164. I have a very, very, very special guest coming out of the Central Valley. My guest for today is Jessica Rivera. She has a show called The Jessica Show on YouTube. And she has a podcast called The Vasilia Has a podcast, Jessica. Good morning. What's up?
1: Good morning. Namaste. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I mean, we had a little we had a little fun time last night on uh, on Instagram, but hey, we made it through.
1: But that's I, I put on my stories and in my Instagram, and mm-hmm. if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, very simple. Um, it's at J. Marie underscore Rivera and I put Steven um, I put that on a Wednesday night say there was nothing going on right there was no stay at home orders yeah I would be out with my girlfriends and we'd be at VBC that's like a bar here in Visalia in downtown Visalia or the cellar door or crawdaddies and I used to um, unofficially be like a promoter for spots in downtown Visalia Uh Anyway, so what I'm saying is that Wednesday night for me, I'd be out there talking to friends and drinking and maybe shedding some tears, you know, because that's what you do when you go out. You have a good time. So I felt like we went out, we had a drink, and um, I I inspired some of my friends. So they want to do the same thing with me, my girlfriend. So stay tuned for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sometimes in a way, when we do all these lies, man, it just... When we drink, man, you know, we drink, we drink, you know, but um, I had a good time talking to you, getting to know you, and a lot yeah. of my followers did, too. So, um, Jessica, how's your uh, how's your morning going so far?
1: You know what? I just made a tea of kava, kava, you know, uh, do you know what kava tea is? Uh,
0: yeah, we sell it at my store, yeah. The, uh, a lot of people get the one, the yogi brand.
1: Yes, that's the one I have right now.
0: Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just made a, a cup of that, and... I have two cups of that in the morning. Um, I'm doing fasting right now, intermittent fasting. So uh, I don't know. I, I feel amazing right now, actually, Steven. And yeah, yeah. yeah, I
0: have I have a confession to make. So you know, we were drinking last night, doing a thing, and so I don't. I'm not drinking a tea. I'm drinking another beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keep it real, and that's Keep why it. you listen to this podcast, people.
0: Breakfast of <laughs> champions. Hey, so um, let's I start to- it off. Yeah, I was going to tell you. Let's start it off. Uh, Today is the with Vanessa Gillian. uh, I guess the family from Texas are going to Washington, Mm D.C. to pass a bill called I Am Vanessa Gillian Bill. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did some research on it. And this bill, it talks about that uh, the bill would allow active duty members to file harassment or assault claims to a third-party agency instead of going through the chain of command.
1: I love that. That's great. That's exactly what we wanted, and um, justice for Vanessa Guillan. And we need to say her name, say her name out loud. Mm-hmm. And I am Vanessa Guillon. and when you say it, the first time I said it, I cried. Now I say it with power. So may she rest in power, and um, let's see what happens with this.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of looking because um, I did some research in the morning, and uh, I know you were talking about something special was going to go on today, on Thursday, that the family was going to go wa- Washington to pass the bill, which I'm, I'm really, I am um, really, I mean, it, it, it's a sad story, and, um, you know, her name will never be forgotten, we, you know, uh, her mm-hmm. name her, will live on, and uh, when I get more deep into the story of what happened to Vanessa, it's, it's really, really sad, you know? Um, she, you know, she was getting sexually harassed, um, talking about there's a thing called the good old boys over there in Fort Hood. Uh, I guess in a way, if you're not one of the guys, you know, I guess back in the day in the military, if a woman wanted to be in a certain club or this, whatever, uh, the guys will just pull a train on her and see if you're one of the guys, see, you know, this, whatever. So there was a lot of statutory rapes, a lot of sexual harassment, a lot of gang rapes and everything like that just for women to be part of something in the military. That's kind of fucked up.
1: Well, it is. Not kind of. It is. That's seriously not right. And I'm thankful that you are speaking up about this. So thank you for doing this. I mean, bringing this up on the the podcast. Um, As a Latina, I speak about it. And then I get a lot of like... um, I'm not an angry Latina, you know?
0: Oh, there's some out there.
1: But when I post something, people... Right away, they're like, um, they think I'm angry, and they're like, are you okay, Jessica? And I'm like, why can't I be upset about a Latina being killed on a military base? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh Yeah, there's been a lot of incidents in Fort Hood. I mean, about four, maybe six people disappearing. Um, You know, there's a lot of people, a Mm -hmm. lot of militaries covering uh, things up and everything. To be on my honest opinion, I think it goes all to the way, uh, to the way up by the chain of commands. Um, there is kind of like an incident like this, what happened with Vanessa, but kind of more like there's a movie called, uh, I don't know if you watched this movie called uh, A Few Good Men.
2: No, I haven't.
0: So it's just kind of same thing like that. It's someone from the chain of command, higher up, uh, told two people to kill this person, Santiago, or yeah, and they kind of covered it up and it went all the way to the high, high chain of command. I think I I, I should highly recommend watching that movie because it's kind of similar to an incident like that. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of shady stuff in the military. And uh, I think that's where a lot of uh, parents, uh, Hispanic or Latino parents, and uh, they really are really iffy of, you know, having second thoughts of having their kids go into the military if there's going to be situations or scrutiny like this.
1: And, and but they also like to say the other side of the coin, because my father is a Vietnam veteran. Yes. That it's not all the military.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I have met so many honorable men who are in the military, who served us for our country, and done things that you don't want to hear about. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that respect me, and I've never had an issue. And I've been to bases, you know, um, because my father, so that's my life. I support uh, soldiers and I I bring awareness to PTSD for soldiers and my father's in a documentary. So just whoever's listening to this know that I am not happy with what happened as in they, they lied, you know, like the story didn't add up. I'm not happy about that. Mm -hmm. I support America. I support the USA. I'm American. I'm, you know what I mean? So yeah, because people, because I posted that I, I um, wasn't going to celebrate the 4th of July in her honor.
0: There was a lot of people who didn't want to celebrate my, my, lady, I didn't, my, no, my lady was telling me about that. She's like, you didn't celebrate 4th of July. Why? So even though we, a lot of people f- sacrificed and fought for their freedom, yeah, but with situations like this being covered up by the military, my lady was like, fuck that.
1: But here's the thing this is why I didn't celebrate because I was mourning, you know what I mean? And, the next holiday that came up was Fourth of July. it could have been St. Patrick's Day or it could have been whatever you know it could have, I didn't feel like, why am I going to go buy fireworks and, and roast a hot dog when this is going on because when that was when Fourth of July happened, like that was the height of the case. you know what was they were like really you know what I mean Stevens yes. Oh yeah so so it wasn't against America. I love America. Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. I have parties for the Fourth of July. I was taking a break. For my feelings and emotions, and being real and saying, "Man, this is like if my sister died." And why would I go out there and celebrate Fourth of July? And it wasn't against Fourth of July. So I just want to put that out there that I I love America and I love the military because if I didn't have the military, I wouldn't be where I'm at today, Stephen. Mm-hmm. So we need to get the the bad the what do you call it the bad eggs out.
0: Yeah, like a lot of uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't want to say bad eggs, a lot of bad apples.
1: Is it bad apples? Yeah, I was like, I don't know what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bad eggs that, that are hey. too smelly, stinky.
1: <laughs> you don't want to have bad egg either.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah. I, I feel like be, there's so much going on in social media with all this scrutiny, and it's boosting mo- the morale down. I mean, the politics, this. I mean, there's so much. It's like, there's times where, uh, Jessica, I don't, I kind of want to shut off social media, and uh, yeah. it, it's too toxic. You know, and uh, I am thank God I don't have a fucking Twitter. I'll tell you that.
1: I mean, either I don't, for real.
0: (laughs) But I feel like what's going to happen, whoever's going to be president, if it's going to be Trump or Biden, uh, we're just going to see what happens. You know, it's (laughs) this is kind of this. This is kind of sad for me to say. I felt like a lot of all this shit happened is when Kobe passed away. Then all this shit started happening, man. It spiraled down. Yeah, I just went down from the COVID, uh, George Floyd, Vanessa Ginn, there's so much stuff. And I'm like, it just, it, I feel like people just like, they're like, fuck this, man. It's like, like I said, the morale's down and uh, mm-hmm. it's really sad. And uh, you, for some kind of reason, you try to be positive and positive, but whatever you try to do, it's not enough because it's everything around you is just so toxic, you know?
1: And then when you're positive, you're crazy, right? You're like, what the heck? That chick is so happy. And guess yeah. what? You know why I'm happy? Because uh, I pay my bills. I just found out like my credit score is amazing. And right now I'm I'm going to be looking into getting a house. Like, you know, my life is going amazingly smooth right now because I'm used to working from home. I homeschool my kids. Mm-hmm. So this, this whole COVID and stay at home, it didn't do anything to me. It actually made me stronger. My business grew. And now <laughs> like I'm connecting with more people. So if you feel down, and I'm not talking just to you, Steve, and talking to everybody listening, if you feel yeah. down, if you feel down, it's the the probably the best thing you can do is reach out for a therapist. If you have a um, like MediCal, you can call and they can do um, what is it called teletherapy through the phone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. MediCal covers it. And I I really suggest that to everyone because we're in isolation and we need an outlet and. When we dump on our our wives, when we dump on our husbands, it's not it's toxic for our relationship. So mm-hmm. I feel like what we're doing is we're not um, we're just putting about a, a bunch of information out in social media, mm-hmm. and we're we're forgetting that a lot of these people are not all there, you know, putting this information out. Yeah. So we got to be careful about the source. So yes, you're right. Maybe we should take a social media break, Stephen.
0: Yeah, um, because with all this stuff happening you know the uh i guess in a way uh when from this quarantine is cold that people staying home people getting people smoking out people get us drinking liquor wine, and beers uh suicide rate is super on an all-time high uh divorce rates are an all-time high because the the spouse and the husband um they're so used to working but when they stay home a lot of the times they're not used to it and it's like you know what uh, this is not going to work. I want to get divorced. It's like, damn.
1: Wow. That's sad. But you know what? If you're going to get divorced that fast because of this, then there's other issues, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And- I don't
1: know. I feel like my relationship is stronger now with my husband because mm-hmm. of all this, though. So.
0: Yeah. And uh, I feel from this COVID, like you were, you were saying, a coincidence of, you know, working, you know, your business going here, you focus on a lot of things. I feel now that people are staying home now, um, a lot of people are going to be listening to the podcast. And, uh, I know I've been trying to work on my weaknesses and work on my craft to make the podcast better. So to me, this is kind of more like, this is kind of more like, Oh, thank God I can stay home and, and focus on other things, you know?
1: You know, that's true. And I think other podcasters, if they're listening to this, Mm -hmm. they can agree that, um, wow you know what i'm thankful that i have this app anchor first of all mm-hmm. because we can easily connect with each other oh yeah and then everyone that i interview on my podcast because my podcast style is different than yours mm-hmm. my i make like um i craft podcast mm-hmm. so you know how you have craft beer and then you have like um modelo right yeah. so you can mm-hmm. get modelo like so you're like modelo and i love modelo like believe me where would i be out without my modelo um and so then I'm like the craft version. Okay. So my episodes, I have, you know, I spent a lot of time to craft them. Okay. So anyways. Um, and if you go on to, do, you, do your listeners know how to access anchor? Like if they want to create their own podcast.
0: Yeah. 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 I know how to do all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Have, but have you shared with your listeners, like the people listening right now?
0: Yes, I did. I, there was a couple people who uh, started a podcast because of me. Uh, shout outs to, uh, Jose Ramos from the Rantines, uh, with Ramos podcast. Uh, Matthew from Parents Unknown. Ernesto Grumzilla from Flashback with the Homies.
1: So, yeah, so podcasters, podcasters can agree right now that this is the time to focus on what is your mission statement for your podcast? You know, what, where do you see yourself with your podcast like in three, five years? Um, but that's all I got to say about that, that right now is the time
0: for podcasters. Yeah, there's a lot of people always every day, you know, probably the last message I got was a couple of days ago. Say, hey, Mega man, uh, you're an inspiration. I want to start a podcast. What do I do? And we touch base on this. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, when you want to start a podcast, you know, you want to give them the right steps and everything. But. For, to honest, my honest opinion, Jessica, they really have to have really mental game and super thick skin because you're going to have to someday deal with scrutiny and keyboard warriors and this. And you got to know facts and you got to do your research and homework because your podcast is on the line every fucking episode. So there's a lot of things a lot of people don't know. I mean, when you do podcasts, man, you, <laughs> you better be fucking ready. Hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah what, what about it,
1: you? you don't you don't dabble when it comes to podcasting you're either in or out
0: Hmm. yes yes there was a lot of podcasters who stopped and I always tell them like what happened i just can't do it i i lost the, my train of thought i don't know what to talk about uh i just i don't know I, I thought it would be easy but it's not and it's just like it just hurts my heart when i see people quit like that
1: Well, what's nice is that I actually, I was a teacher, right? Or I am still a teacher. Yes. I went to school to, I went to Fresno State University and uh, I taught, you know, kindergarten through uh, adult school too, I think, or no, no, I was um, a preschool teacher at the adult school. So anyways, what I'm saying is that I teach people on how to create podcasts. Mm. So if, you know, anyone's listening and they need help, I will help you. I, I teach people through Zoom and My one thing that I'm going to tell you, like I do consultations, you know, you can find me on a Patreon, you can become a patron of mine. Mm -hmm. And then we we can set it up so I can help you out, you know, via zoom. But I help people with uh, creating podcasts and I tell them, you know, podcasting's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. So everyone can play a role when it, when it comes to podcasting. So that's why I have um, my sponsors uh, and, and I'm, excited because they're helping me because they told me oh my goodness Jessica we love your podcast and I told them well let's make a podcast for your business right and they're like no I I don't want to do that but we'll help you so that's how I get my sponsors and can I make a shout out to them
0: go ahead go ahead yeah this is your episode go for it all
1: right so I have El Tri Raspados Um, They're in Ivanhoe and Visalia, California. Mm -hmm. They make uh, Mexican snow cones. They're awesome. We have Soy Oler. And Soy Oler, they make candles. And if you go onto their Facebook, anyone can purchase candles for them. Um, And they're great. They're actually selling their their candles at wineries. So you can send them like, okay, say when you get married, you have a wine bottle. Um, You can send it to them and they'll cut it and then they'll fill it with wax, soy, wax. And then you'll have a candle from your wedding. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So if we have them. Okay. Then we have a red, white, and blue mobile car wash. So of course he, he comes to your house and he washes your car, disinfects a Kelly clean pressure wash. And people don't know the importance of pressure washing. Pressure washing is like making sure that the outside of your home, the exterior of your home looks nice, you know, like the streets and the, and then your house, the walls. Yeah. So that's, that's important. Is once you get it done one time, you're going to realize, oh, yeah, it's like when you mop your house or clean your house. Okay. And then we have uh, Visalia Mechanic is on Instagram. That's his name, Visalia's Mechanic. And his business is Emmanuel's Automotive. And that's my husband. <laughs> He's a mechanic. So we have that. Um, then we have Train Like a Girl Studio. Now, Stephen, you're all about supporting women, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This lady, Nikki. She's freaking amazing. Go to her Instagram, and she is all about women empowerment to the 10th degree. Um, she trains women on how to like, eat correctly, portion wise, and love their body. Um, and then we have Vicelia Latino Rotary Club, VLRClub.org. Um, I'm just making sure I got that right. Yeah, Vicelia Latino Rotary Club. Mm-hmm. And then I'm making sure I got everybody. I have so rastados. And then we have, um, yeah, I think that's it. I, I, I if I miss anyone, I'll think about it. You know what I mean? Right now, yeah. But yeah, but I just I just want to say, Stephen, that the I was saying that these podcasters, it's it's our um, the balls in our court right now, and seek people who want to help you, um, so you can create revenue. Because what I do is I give back to the community. Mm-hmm you know, so.
0: Yeah, that's kind of good that you're, you're trying to do whatever you can to get back to community uh, podcasting, because there's people who do overnights, they're listening, they're in hospitals, they're, they're home moms, or dads working, whatever, and they're listening to podcasts like 24-7, and because of this COVID, for the first month or two, like, man, I was like, how come no one's listening to my episode? My numbers dropped really bad, because no one's working, you know, the commuting and stuff like that, but now, when this COVID took long and now people are quarantined now um, my numbers, I don't know if your numbers went up, but I know my numbers went up really skyrocket um, from people listening. And, and my, I I guess maybe with your followers, my followers, uh, we started getting new followers. uh, A lot of DMs from people saying, Hey, Jessica, Mega man, you guys are inspiration. Keep on doing what you're doing. And that makes me proud for when you get those good loves uh, DMs for people that listen to your podcast or who, you know, and all that. So it, it it really makes me happy to keep on going to to do whatever I can to put shed light on every episode I do to have people go through the day when they listen to your episode or my episode.
1: Yeah. And, and I agree with you. It's, it's really important. And I like to connect with the, my listeners. I understand their moms are at home cleaning or they're in the hospital. Like you're right. I never thought of it that way. Um, so whoever, wherever you're at right now, if you're cleaning, if you're working out, if you're driving, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting podcasts.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I want to touch base on that right now. Let's talk into that because I know that was one of the subjects I want to talk about with Latino and Latina podcasts, you know, and stuff like that, you know, which talks about every podcast, we we got to be family. But like I say, and I always say, there will be some bad apples on some podcasts or, you know, and this, where they're not going to support or the be a pretenders. And, and you, you already know, like, how do you deal with situations like that? Like who's real and who's not in podcasts?
1: So I'm the kind of person where I just throw it out there and I see who wants to um support me. Yeah. And you can, I can spot games um, real quick when people DM me, you know, like last night, I want to tell you something funny. Um Somebody Messaged me because I went live with you,
2: uh-huh.
1: and these is, and then their name was this is you're gonna laugh. Their name was Keanu Reeves underscore one two something, you know. <laughs> and so they wrote me in like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, and I have it still, I'm, I should screenshot it and share it with you. And basically, they're all like trying to pretend they're Keanu Reeves, right? And I'm all, oh my goodness, how dumb do you think I am? You know, what I mean, like, and so. It's sad that that's what's going on right now. So when I get, when I see that, it makes me laugh, you know? So now I just laugh when people say things or they're haters or, because they're still watching me and they're still taking the energy to communicate with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, and namaste to them, that means the light in me sees the light in you. When somebody is angry or they're throwing shade, they're hurting, you know?
0: Yeah. It's uh yeah, you, I mean that's the thing you have to deal with. You know, you're gonna deal with a lot of people who are gonna love you and 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 bash on you and this. But you know, like with you and I can tell, I already tell like, like with you and I, we already have super thick skin, and that's the thing that we're it's gonna make us get to the next level because, you know, like the, the, this is the thing I had a problem with. I was getting so much love in the beginning of the podcast. But when you get a lot of people who love you and hate you, you don't know if that person being real or not. And there's a situation we'll talk about in a bit. But when you when you have a lot of people that love you, hey, I love your podcast, but you see those same people, maybe you know them, maybe you're not, and they leave bad comments on your Apple podcast, one star and this. I'm like thinking like, how can you say to me that you love my podcast, but you leave me a one star? Like, what the fuck's your problem? Hey, if you wanna, if you want your five stars, give me twenty bucks, and I'll, I'll switch it back to to five. You know, like those bots, you know.
1: Oh yeah, that's why I don't I don't believe in reviews and all that. I've already lived my life long enough with technology, and I used to work with Gannett Media, and I see that that people will turn on you real quick if you're not making them happy if you're not pleasing them right oh yeah and so right now i will like if i say something on this podcast somebody already has said like oh my goodness did she just say that you know Mm -hmm. it's okay you can that's a call to have an opinion that's fine but that's when but you still got to respect me Mm -hmm. and then when so when people cross the boundaries and start disrespecting me that's when i put my hands up like you know i mean like virtual hands up right and i put my hand like hey you know what Denzo. And then they'll keep trying to like want to uh, work with me and, and they'll comment to me like on Instagram or they want, they're like, oh, Jessica, you know, um, I want to talk to you about this and this. I'm the kind of person, if you do me wrong and you lie to me one time, I don't trust you no more, you know? So that's how I keep my business straight. Mm-hmm. Um, I live by that song by Drake, Elevate. And it says, look, elevate, elevate. Um, only obligation is to tell it straight. And that's that's where I live, Stephen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna have people are gonna you have, you're gonna have a lot of people gonna come and go in your lives, and uh, and that's one of the things I wanted to work on from this COVID. You know, uh, working on my weaknesses, and and you know I'm very very to the point. Um, I was telling you like when I have guests on, I really have to do interviews uh, before I have them on because you got to know what you're getting. You know, I don't want to be with and have someone who is fucking fake and and promoting something fake and you know i i dealt with i dealt with a lot and i dealt with some guests i'm not going to mention who that i thought they were friends but turns out to they turn out to be foes and uh it really hurt my heart you know and uh ever since then you know <clears throat> you got to keep on going keep on being professional and you want to pick the right guests and i tell you i mean i got a lot of heat because Mega Man, why are you bringing a lot of women on the podcast you know it's like what the fuck you know and uh and there's some we talked about like at the time, you know, at, you know, with my lady, we got back together. Um, she was a little jealous, like Megan, man, why are you bringing so many women on the podcast? It's like, well, what do you want me to do? It's like, it's like, because I want to shed light, you know, because I don't want to be all about men. I have to have a balance, you know, 50, 50, it's about it's guys and women. So I want to do whatever I can to to touch base on their stories. And, uh, you know, I I like it. You know, it's cool, and I want to hear a woman's point of view, and I want to understand because Mega Man has an open mind, and uh, um, you know, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a sexist or anything like that. But I just want a lady to come on and and have her story be told the right way when she comes on the Mega Man's podcast.
1: Yeah, you need to have the yin to the yang, and males need that femininity, and I'm probably missing that word up, but. You know, I'm trying to say the balance.
2: Uh Um,
1: And if you want to do it right now, podcasting, if you are a male podcaster, you need to add a female to your podcast uh, regularly. Uh Or if you're a female, add a male to yours. And if your partner or whoever is having issues with you talking to someone else, um, that's called a fear. You're fearing that they're going to leave you for someone else that's better, right? Like, oh my goodness, he's going to meet someone else He's going to fall in love with them. And, and he's going to leave me, you know, your girlfriend feared that. And it's a normal fear. It's a human. And I, I understand her. I've done the same thing. I fear, you know, my husband means someone better sometimes, you know, because I'm normal. But then I check back into reality that this is my job. This is what I do. I've worked hard for this. I've been doing this for 19 years. You know what I mean? So, um, as a woman, being a podcaster is really hard. I thought being a female journalist was hard. Being a female podcaster and then a Latina, mm-hmm. it's really hard. So please, ladies, um, if you can ease up and uh, let us uh, women um, do our thing and not worry that we're gonna try to take your man, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm not telling this to your girlfriend, saying to women in general, because the same goes for me. I would worry all day, what's my husband doing? You know, who's he talking to? Yeah, man, that's crazy, girl. I went and got therapy for that, Stephen, and I'm good now. Look at me, I'm here doing my thing with you yeah
0: it's uh yeah i get it because when me and my me and my lady when we broke up the first time it was over the pot over the podcast and uh she thought in a way she was going to be like oh megan man just quit the podcast and focus on me and said, i can't do that i said why well i made a vow before i met you i'm going to go commit it i'm going to commit it all the way and if you can't co- if you can't f- support me on my podcast then there's no us so it kind of it kind of mind fucked her. It'd be like, wow, this guy's really taking it serious because I do care about my podcast and I'm not gonna change any. I'm not gonna change my podcast. I'm not gonna quit for someone and everything. But I told her to so, look. If I, this is the thing that I'm, this is a very exclusive. I'm gonna tell you because I haven't told anyone about you. You're the first person I tell and everyone who's gonna be hearing. When me and my lady we work things out, I told her to so, look before we work things out. I'm gonna tell you something. You're not gonna fuck my podcast up. You're, going to support <laughs> me. you're not going to fuck my podcast up. You're going to fucking support me. You better not get fucking jealous ever. bring all these women or whoever I bring on and stuff like that. You're not seeing the finer picture. If I'm letting you know by 2025 to, for Megan Matt to be on the Joe Rogan's podcast, I'm going to fulfill my goal. I, I set the bar high for me, and I'm not going to let you fuck it all up for me. So if you're going to be like that, then there's no us. And she was like, what the fuck? She like, yeah like, <laughs> She was like, she it kind. Of,
1: it, it kind of, Sorry, I'm not it, laughing. It's just I love it.
0: And, she, and it kind of mind fucked her because she didn't see that coming because she thought like okay whatever like you'll do podcasts here or whatever but I'm going I'm going I'm going all all, all in and even though I'm gonna balance with with her my kids with my work and my podcast I I, I I'm telling you Jessica um, I'm a savage and I'm not gonna let anyone quit me or put my put my podcast down. Or put any kind of little words into me to make me feel like oh I'm not I'm not doing good in the podcast fuck all that and I told her if you're not gonna support me then I guess there's no Weston and she kind of like thought about it she's like yeah you're right I'm gonna support you and I told her say so, you know by the way stop getting fucking jealous dude I don't know why and I told her straight <laughs> up like that if if I wanted to cheat on you dude I can call any girl I fucking want to I can cheat on you in a fucking heartbeat so. If I, If I wasn't in love with you, I wouldn't be here right now telling you all this shit, so I told her, you need to chill the fuck out and she but
1: you're you're straight up with her though that's the thing is like you live with her, right? Yeah live with her
0: No, uh, <laughs> I have my own place, but she lives with her parents. We're saving up money to get our own place
1: okay, but so but you guys are like, you're together daily, right?
0: Yeah, we are because we have a son and all that, so she lives like a couple blocks away, but I had to let her know. Because and she's like, yeah, you're right. You know, I have to change this. No, I told you. I told you that for a year and a half. You got to change your ways. You know, I mean, look at I had my share, fair shares of fun, but I told her, you still have a wall. Break that wall down because you still see me from the past. And I'm not, I'm not yeah. no more. You're still stuck in the past. So to me, if you're going to be like that, I have to let go of your hand because I have to end a chapter. I have to end uh, that chapter to start a new chapter. And if you're not in the picture, fuck it.
1: And it's, and it's nice to hear that. And I did, I told my husband that I'm not, we, we are not in a relationship. We are in a partnership. That's how you have to see it because relationship is about ownership. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one owns each other. I don't own my husband. He doesn't own me. Right. Yeah. Um, so we have a partnership. And so I actually, I will post this on my Instagram or I'll send it to you and then you can post it onto yours. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because it talks about, about respecting each other and, and having boundaries and at the end of the day I told my husband look you're you're an amazing father he is Stephen I love my husband he's the best father in the world he is an amazing husband oh my goodness Stephen whatever I need he will get me I love that about him but the thing is is that I need to be me still right yes And just because I'm talking and and I have to work late at night now, and that's just my life. And if someone thinks, oh, my goodness, Jessica's up late talking to dudes live and drinking. No, you know what, sweethearts and and, and honeys, whoever think bad about that. And and maybe my husband last night, he was like, he came in, he's like, oh, it's late. And I'm like, and the same thing, like your girlfriend, I, I told him, I said, I'm sorry. I said, this is my business. This is what I do. I'm, 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 the door is unlocked. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here clothed. You know what I'm trying to say, Stephen? Oh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm not hiding nothing. You know, I'm, I'm like, and I, you know, what's sad is I invited him to be part of the life mm-hmm. uh, with you mm-hmm. and he didn't do it. So that's why I, I, I'm very open. I, my husband is as very a part of my podcast as I am. I wouldn't be able to do my podcast if I didn't have him, he's watching my, my boys right now, you know, Mm -hmm. so I could talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to, I just want to say that we got to remember that when, when our other person in our life, whoever it is, if they get jealous, they're, they're fearing that they're going to lose you. And the best way that you can stop that fear is to be honest and open. Mm -hmm. And if there is something going on, if you do have a side girl, side guy, be open and honest about that, because if you can be open and honest, And then the relationship grows or dies, then it's good to know you rather have a relationship die now, you know, than die in a couple months, you know, don't waste that
0: time. Yeah, that that's good on you. And that's good for like you're telling me that like your husband wasn't on it because it feels like to me, this is my assumption. I feel like if you're doing what you're doing to to get to the next level for your podcast and for Jessica's show and your YouTube channel to get big your husband should be there to support you. And that's what I feel sometimes where I feel I'm always 50 50 with my lady because it's like, dude, this is my podcast. And this is the thing I'm going to have a problem with. Cause I'm going to feel like if you're very, very supportive and this is a, I'm going to say this shouts to uh, Buddha uh lazy and smiley. Their wives are super, super supportive of what lazy and smiley do on Buddha Kotura's podcast. But I feel sometimes like I always tell her, do you support my podcast? Yeah, I do. Okay. How come you haven't posted anything? How come you haven't done this? How come you haven't done that? And to me, I'm going to have a problem. If I do reach my goal, let's say if I do on under Joe Rogan, oh, Mega Man, Steven, I believed in you. Fuck you. Where were you at, dude? Like, yeah. I was over here grinding, doing whatever I can. And for you, it's like you had years and I'm, I'm doing whatever I can to do the podcast, and you haven't even fucking supported me. That's my that's my problem. I'm gonna have, and and she was like, yeah, you're right. I, I got to be there. Say, so look, it. I'm bringing on and really important people. I'm bringing I'm bringing on really important women. If you're not really gonna be supportive, and you're gonna pretend to be supportive, dude, like I'm sorry, dude. Like our relationship's done. I'm I, yeah. I, I I I really I because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put up with shit because if you have a dream. And I have a dream. Sometimes in a way, you down the road, you might have to part ways with someone, you know?
1: But that's why you have friendships. And I think people are afraid to make friends with people with other, uh, like, say, like, I'm married, right? Yeah. And so, and here I am talking to you in the middle of the day at home, like, no, I am not a bored, lonely housewife. I am working. And so I think we need to change our mindset about creating friendships because we need friendships to grow and expand and elevate our businesses, you know, and I, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to have friends with, I'm going to be friends with females and males and everything in between, you know, and my husband's going to have to respect it. And he does because I respect him as well. So that's at the end of the day, that so you gotta respect each other, you gotta be equal with each other. And I want to make a shout out since you're doing a your shout out. Yeah. I want to do, sh- do a shout out to um, and I'm actually gonna get my my paper right here to Beyonce. And I probably threw you off right now, right? You're like, what, Beyonce? Beyonce, like, huh?
2: <laughs>
1: this is why. Okay, I was thinking about it. So she came out with this song. Oh my goodness, I don't even know what it's called, but. It's basically about when uh, Jay-Z cheated on her, and she's saying to the chicks, um, hey, you know what, like, I love him the most. Like, I take care of him, and, you know, basically, like, you're being sloppy. You know, like, leave him alone, you know? Don't do that. And I never heard this song until recently, and it's it's an old song. Mm -hmm. Uh, And anyways, I heard it, and I was like, huh, that's crazy. And then I heard the Beyonce um, version for the Megan V. Stallion Savage, um, the one. You, have you heard that song? I'm a savage. Yeah, dun, yeah, dun, 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 oh, that's fine. Dun, dun. oh
2: yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Hits TikTok.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what is it? She might start an only or hits TikTok. She might start an OnlyFans on that Demon Time or something. Mm-hmm. So, I I didn't um really pay attention to the words I did the TikTok right and I know that's what everyone says oh I didn't hear the words and when I heard it I go that's that's crazy that she's speaking about it and nobody's really paying attention and I really think she's trying to get women to understand that there's this website out there you know and that's what's going on and um women do not they trust their husbands they trust their boyfriends I I mean that's good but there's these, there's technology, there's apps, there's these websites that make it seem like it's okay to cheat and talk and, and send pictures to, to other people because it's an app, you know, because it's a username.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's what's going on right now is that, um I mean, I have some friends who are actually not doing good because they're on OnlyFans, right?
2: Yeah. And, oh, yeah.
1: Uh, and, and they're depressed and they're letting themselves go and their houses go and, so we need to pray for those women. They're, they they deserve the same respect as a woman who keeps her clothes on. So
0: in a so. way, you're trying to say is that with these women who are going through all this because they're not getting attention from their husbands. Their husbands are working, doing this, or maybe because maybe they're not working or whatever. And maybe be like, why have been with you for so long? I know how you are or the sex is not there. The love is not there. Like you used to be like this. Now you're this. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it.
1: Yeah. So, and and, and I'm just saying roles. I don't know if, if you understand this roles, R O L E S. I I'm the wife role. And what, it, what, it, I mean, like what, what's your dream wife, Steven?
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a very good question. Cause uh, my dream wife, is I always wanted I always want a, a wife that's very, very affectionate because um I I didn't have a good life. Uh you know, I, I was verbally, mentally, emotionally abused, sexually abused. Um I just wanted to be loved. I used to be I used to be abused. And um I just want someone to be there for me, to love me, to comfort me, uh be more affectionate because I I, I miss that. Um, There was times where I dated the wrong women because they were very cold-hearted and it stuck with me. And I was more of an asshole to women back in the day. and, And I don't want that no more. I want to be with someone who's very romantic and has my back, has supportive, have a good communication if anything goes up um, you know, Hey, Steven, I got your bag. What do you want to talk about? Like, I don't have to show her. She's like, you know, Steven, I feel your energy. There's something, there's something going on with you. Do you want to talk about it? What's going on with you? I want something like that. And, uh, I just, I just missed, I, I, I want that love back, you know?
1: So you're, so that's, that's that role of your wife. You got to make sure that when you're dating and you're talking to women that you're finding women who fill that role Mm. because you want to set yourself up for success. Exactly. And a lot of people are not thinking that way. So, you know, do it Write down who your dream husband is, who your dream wife is, and you have to manifest it, right? Put it out there in the universe and be yourself. And then you'll start aligning yourself with people who love you and like you for who you are. and, I don't care how many followers I have. And I know that you people. oh, I'm not going to follow you now. No, no, I don't care how many followers. That doesn't make me feel better about myself. I care about followers. I mean, I love my followers. I care how many I have. I like having a lot, of course. But I don't let that uh, mess with my brain. I, at the end of the day, realize that my kids don't follow me on Instagram, right? And they are my world. So we got to step back and realize that this free app we we gotta stop letting it control us and stop letting it ruin our relationships.
0: Yeah, that's the thing where sometimes in a way, uh, with social media, it has it takes it takes it takes a straw. And I feel like with me, like I, I have to, my ladies are like why are you always on social media? It's like I have to promote the episode, I gotta do what I can. Yeah. But I want to take care of everything so I can relax for the next couple of days and spend time with my lady, you know, take her out you know, spend time with our son, you know, have sex, you know, just a lot of things, you know, cause I want to, you know, I got to show her a lot of attention because if not be a human, <laughs> yeah, we're human. We got to show attention. Hey, I want attention. She wants attention. I mean, you want attention from your husband. Your husband wants attention from you. I mean, it has to be like that. There has to be a, yeah, There has to be a balance.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But that, that's just how it is. And, uh, you know, no one's, we all have flaws. There's no one perfect, but as long as the, if the communication's strong, that's going to help us uh, down the road. Because if, if people are going to hold grudges and not talk about, Hey, what's going on with you? It just, it's just, it's almost like a ticking time bomb ready to explode. If she keeps on holding things in or he, he keeps on holding things in, it's going to burst, you know, and it's going to cause the relationship to fuck up more
1: yeah and i love my husband i told him you know i want to be with you forever i want to take care of you no one's going to take care of you better than me he's my best friend
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um we met at a club here in visalia (laughs) and you know what i mean like we met like like i saw him and i'm like dang you're hot and then he said he saw me and he was like yeah that he saw me from behind he said that he was done and so that we met purely and we and we talked and danced because of looks, right? Yeah. Now, because of COVID, I mean 12 years later fast forward and of course we know each other but now we're really getting to know each other because we're home and I have time to think and and so I've been reading this book and it's called The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. Yeah. And he says it goes, "Can you see the possibilities relationship offers, explore the possibilities. Be yourself. Mm -hmm. Find a person who matches with you. Take the risk, but be honest. If it works, keep going. If it doesn't work, then do yourself and your partner a favor. Walk away. Let her go. Don't be selfish. Give your partner the opportunity to find what she really wants. And at the same time, give yourself the opportunity.
0: Mm, yeah, good quote. And
1: that's on page 82 in the book, The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz.
0: <laughs> yes. And he has that name, Don Miguel. I know, right?
1: <laughs> and I got to say it like that, Don Miguel Ruiz.
0: Hey, yeah, I, yeah. everyone, uh, again, what's the book called? So everyone, because I know there'll be a lot of women and be like, oh, I want to hear that book. What's the book called again?
1: So it's a practical guide to the art of relationship and the title is the mastery of love um, wisdom book. Mm-hmm. And you can find this on Amazon. You can also go to the fouragreements.com. and no, this is not a paid advertising. This dude doesn't even know who I am, but guess what, Don, if you're listening to this, I totally would love to interview you.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, the next topic we were talking about, uh, it, got, it it might be a heated subject. So let's talk about it for a couple minutes before we take a break because right now okay. at uh I think we're at 45 uh, minutes already. Man, we, we, hey, there's some good topics up in this motherfucking shit, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, that's why I said we're going to start this podcast together, dude.
0: Yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, what happened with Trump. I know its it was like a week or two back, but... You know, let's talk about the distribution of Goya. Oh,
1: you just drop? Did you say Goya? Goya. <laughs> let's talk
0: about. You know, I there's I mean, a lot of people are getting. Um, they're not buying stuff from Goya and this because they like, oh, go, "Wow!" If anyone who is a uh, Goya, is, you know, was supporting Trump, is like, "Well, that's it. Your 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 name brand is over. People are gonna think like you're a Trump supporter. You don't support this and whatever." Like. I want to touch base on it because I'm I'm kind of new because I remember I used to buy Goya stuff, but when Goya, the CEO, or was it the owner was on, was in the White House talking and everything, a lot of people were saying, fucking boycott Goya. I mean, w- what do you have to say about that?
1: Well, Goya gives back to the community mm-hmm. and they feed hungry kids and people. And I, I respect that. I mean... And I, that's all I got to say, like, I, I i i wasn't out, I wasn't purchasing Goya products, you know, like, um, I'm not going to not purchase it. If I need something and it's a Goya, I'll get it. It's, I'm not going to go seek it out, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But at the end of the day, we got it, like you said, actions. Remember how you are talking about how people, they're like, oh, I like your podcast. And then they're not like really doing anything. Mm-hmm. So for me, these people who are like I'm boycotting, go yeah, I'm boycotting, go yeah. Well then, uh, how much money have you donated? How many people have you fed? You know. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so um, that's what I say. Like until you can show me that you fed a uh, billions of people to like them, then uh, then you can start throwing shade.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, because right now there's a lot of people who are trying to boycott or shame or cancel culture.
1: everyone's angry though for everything Everyone wants to start a protest and and do everything for everything everyone needs to just go home start some yoga and meditate
0: <laughs> yeah i don't i don't really get into politics because it's not my you know but i just see what's on tv but i guess in a way people just see like oh i'm gonna boycott because this is what they saw on tv but you really have to do your homework of why goya was over there at the white house or how you say like they're feeding a whole bunch of millions of people like homeless and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, everyone's going to have their own opinion. Everyone's going to be like shaming or boycotting and stuff like that, but they just want to see what's on TV, but they don't want to see what's really behind the scenes, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you got to make sure that when you, when you see a news story, um, you got to think about who's, who's crafting that. And that's my business. Steven, I worked for Gannett Media And I remember when I started writing, they told me, Jessica, you're not a cheerleader. You're, you're just telling facts. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do. I like to do that with my podcast. Mm -hmm. That's how I apply it. I just do facts. Mm -hmm. I don't really, I'm not a cheerleader. I'm just there to present facts. Yes. So that's why when people watch the news know that it's entertainment still, like when you turn a TV on, it's supposed to entertain you. That's the purpose of it. So take a break from watching TV. If you're on TV a lot or social media, um, to your listeners take a break and let your your brain kind of like decompose uh, not decompose but decompress and and process and then um the next time you you look at television with fresh eyes know it's entertainment and so there's more to the story than what's told on tv that's what i'm trying to say um i am proud of anyone who will support the community and give money and um i i didn't see anything wrong with someone saying hey you know what your family works hard my family works hard um and that's all I gotta say about that and I'm like you I don't like talking about politics but sometimes I need to speak up and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like I, I I said my my piece about that about Goya.
0: <laughs> okay and uh let's talk one last question before we take a break uh how do you feel about uh, the COVID, you know, with Gavin Newsom going back and forth? Hey, we're going to open things up. We're going to close it. We're going to open things up. We're going to close it. It's like Ooh. a lot of businesses are moving out of the state because, you know, the economy is going. And if this thing goes up, I mean, it's going to be a huge setback. and It's going to take about maybe four to five or six years to get the, the economy back up to par um, for California.
1: Well, I know a lot of places that are hiring. So if someone needs a job, yeah. contact me and I can hook you up with a lot of people who are doing well in their businesses and making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I am a, I'm an ambassador for the Tulare King Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So I am educated and well-breathed in knowledge about small businesses, um, especially um, helping businesses to grow and thrive throughout this COVID time. And all I got to say is that we need to focus on ourselves. Whatever's going to happen out there, we have no control of that, really. I mean, yes, we can vote for people and we can speak up, but he's there now. Like, this is going on. Let the man focus on trying to find solutions and get us to thrive. If you're leaving California, good, good riddance. Bye, Felicia. And so people who are here right now, focus on making California better, focus on your mental health, and uh, focus on a better a day, a day for all of us. And guess how we're going to do that? we got to come together and, and stop with the negativity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we bring up the governor and all that, we need to know that he's a human too. He uh, has done a lot of good things. And again, we got to look at the whole story, not just the 2% of that he's a bad person or whatever, you know, that narrative. So that's what I say about that. I support people when I see them supporting others and they're honest. I'm focusing on myself. I wear my mask. I wash my hands. And I hope everyone else is doing that too.
0: Yeah, man, because it would be hard if you like this say, for example, you and I were governors like put in shoes like that and you're like, you're you're responsible for millions of lives in all of California. This is yeah. you're the governor. It's like, what do you do? I would be like, fuck, I can't even fucking sleep. And I'm <laughs> man, how does that guy fucking sleep with you and he looks all sexy and he has some fucking uh he has bomb ass fucking good looking hair, like goddamn man.
1: And his his little like suits are always on point and the way he speaks, I, I watch him and I'm like fangirling. I'm like, mm. But <laughs> but here's the thing is that I'm being for real that so we gotta be positive and and you're right. Put yourself in his shoes, you know. If you were the governor, you would want the support. And and how do you feel about me telling people bye Felicia? You know, what what do you think about that, Steven?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hey, hey, that's hey, bye Felicia, like Hey, if that if that guy or or if that girl's not doing it for you, bye Felicia.
1: Yeah, if you don't if California's not doing it for you, bye. And and I I'm tired of people saying, "You know what? I understand you had a, a job and and that's what it used to be like. It's not like that now." I can give you a list of places that are hiring right now that will support you with income. So, we got to work on our ego and our pride right now. And maybe, hey, I'll end up probably working at Olive Garden next week. You never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, I mean, I guess in a way, I don't know. Maybe just some people are just like so comfortable of their job place and everything. And now with the COVID, has set everything back. I mean, a lot. And uh, we'll get to the next. We'll get. We'll talk about some certain things on uh, when we when we uh, after the break. But. Uh, Hey, we covered a lot of good topics on this first segment. And, uh, you know, like you and I, we – man, I'm going to be honest, man. We have a good-ass fucking flow. We just – we come out with the fucking goods, you know, and everything. And we touch base on a lot of current stuff.
1: Yeah, and at the end of the day, we're educated and we stick to the facts. So that's why I like uh, talking to you, Steven. That's
0: what I like about – I like talking about facts. So right now, everyone, uh, me and uh, Jessica, we're going to take a break right now. And when we get right back – we're going to get to know who is Jessica all about? What did she grow up at and everything? And, uh, yeah, we have, we have a lot more to talk about. Everyone, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back. Bam. Good? Yeah. People want to know, talk a little bit more about where Jessica Rivera where is from. So where did you grow up at?
1: I grew up here in Visalia. Oh, Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love Facilia. This <laughs> is my hometown.
0: Dan, you grew up all your life. Have you? I know you grew up in Vasilia but did you ever? Do you ever go explore other like cities, like Modesto, Turlock, Bay Area, and stuff like that?
1: Um. So I toured Italy um, with my orchestra, and then I and we went to England, and I've been to Alaska. And my friend was the head promoter for MGM Grand in Vegas. So I did a lot. Um, Visalia is my homestead, right? Like, this is where I'm at. Uh-huh. And then I just travel a lot everywhere. But, yeah, um, I, I actually like going to Fresno. I went to Fresno State University. So I lived in Fresno for a minute. Um, Modesto, Madeira. I go to Madeira because my kids go to uh, Valley Children's Hospital. And so we go there a lot. But I really, because of COVID, I'm here in Visalia a lot. And because of the Sequoia National Park, I mean, this is a beautiful spot. If you've never been to Visalia and you're listening to this and you want to visit a town that just is simply amazing, has good food. We have a beautiful downtown area Mm -hmm. and they're respecting COVID, you know, of course, social distancing, wear your mask. But you can still come to downtown Visalia and check out the businesses and then you can head up to Sequoia National Park, you know, and that's just a good way. I, I feel I'm blessed to be living where I'm at.
0: That's awesome. Um, when I went over there, um, I have a couple of cousins that live over there. And they, I went downtown. They have, at the time I went there and it was like in the wintertime, it was super cold. But I went to some of the breweries because um, there's a brewery called Barrel House Brewery. It's in downtown. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, I, that
1: spot's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I went there and I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And uh, um, I love the brewery. Um, I like the city the people are really really nice and when I went to Vasilia it reminded me of Modesto a lot because it's very nice very modern I can see myself kind of retiring there. Um, it's just something where sometimes I think about I'm more of a I can live in the country life I can live in the city pace but sometimes in a way I do miss living in the Central Valley where everything the time goes by slow you know Hello? Hello? My- so sorry. Yeah,
1: a- I'm so sorry. Bye-bye. I don't know what happened. It just, You know, the internet. Okay. So, ask me again. Let's go back.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was just saying, like, I can, like, make a man like, I can always, I used to live in the country life and the city life, but sometimes I can kind of see myself retiring in Visalia or Modesto.
1: And I love Visalia um, because of that reason we have a lot of people here who are retired and they live here um mm-hmm. have you ever been to like san luis obispo,
0: St. Louis obispo. oh yeah like one one or two
1: times just so like that slow they call it all right so i that's a place where you go retire as well right yeah so i like going to slow because you would go downtown you get your ice cream and you just walk around and shop and relax we need towns like that like I this is a weird way to say it but on TikTok right if you go through TikTok and you're going through the feed there's a lot of dancing and comedy and all that stuff you know and I love it that's what TikTok's about but what I've been seeing is that people have been doing these like um, calm posts so it's like calm music and um, they're they're just like meditating and they're like relax for 30 minutes or 30 seconds you know Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what Visalia is. If you want to, like, take a little pause and meditate, um, come on Saturday morning to Yoga in the Park Visalia. Here in Visalia, my friend Kennedy Hammond, she teaches yoga in the park at no cost. And they're doing social distancing, of course. But when you go out there and you're doing yoga in nature, it really connects you. So head on over to Visalia. It's, it's a great place to, to visit.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. Um, I need to go, like I said, uh we're talking about when, I, I'll let you know ahead of time, when I do pass by, when I'm going to Modesto, uh, I'll make a, I'll stop for uh, Vasilia to visit you guys, visit you and your husband or everyone else for, you know, for a couple hours, you know?
1: Yeah, we can probably like a little meet and greet. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, what's nice is that there's a, a lot, it's all about, a lot about teamwork here in Vasilia. And a lot of the people that I connect with, they do a lot of inner work themselves. And uh, I'm blessed and I have a lot, a long list of people I can give a shout out. I mean, like there's Jamie Cohen and um, we have my friend, Rosalinda uh, Verde. She helps special needs adults. Mm-hmm. So I, I align myself, Stephen, with people who truly care, who truly give back and who want to make a difference and wake up very thankful. So thankful. That's, that's what I'm thankful for is my uh, childhood has given me a lot of good experiences
0: that's awesome that you live in the city. I mean, you were born, you live there, you knew, you know, everything. And uh you're giving out to the community, at, but at the same time, there's so much uh activities out there for visitors or people who live there to say, Hey, there's a, there's a meeting over here. There's yoga over here. There's a town meeting over here. um, There's bands playing at this parade. Like mm-hmm. there's just so much like you're trying to spread awareness for, you know, because I'll be honest, you know, um, I would love to go to places where you give back to community, but also it's it's better to uh, communicate with a lot of the, the locals in the city of Visalia, you know?
1: And what's nice, the reason that I started podcasting, I was, uh, you know, working for the city newspaper for the Visalia Times Delta. They asked me to join their, their um, intern staff. I was a paid intern. And so mm-hmm. that right there... Um, put me in that that lane of respecting Visalia, learning the history and processing it and saying, what can I do um, with mistakes we've made and, and create a better tomorrow? So that's why I created the podcast to educate. My hashtag for my podcast is health, wealth, community. Because when you listen to one of my podcasts, you're going to learn about a way to improve your health You're going to learn how to make money and you're going to learn how to give back to your community.
0: Mm, mm. Those are, uh, those are really important things, you know? Um, Yeah, that's really, there's always something where you're making money, but you want to help out the community. And there's this, uh, when you thought of, when you said that um, there is a person out there who does that a lot and he gives out to the community so much. Uh, uh, Shout outs to, uh, uh, tito rodriguez they call him the hood santa and he gives out um i don't know if you follow him you should follow him he does awareness um he's been uh, helping out the street vendors who you know they got robbed or whatever and he's been trying to donate money to help them out or give them like new street, uh, street vendor machines you know so they can uh sell their stuff and everything and uh He's been doing a lot for the community. And a shout out to Tito because he lives in Long Beach. But, yeah, I like I like where your head's at.
1: Yeah, we, we don't have time anymore for BS. So if you're going to listen to me speak, I want to get straight to the point and help you, you mm-hmm. know. And I want people to listen to this podcast and say, you know what? Get that chick back on because I learned something, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have you back on. So. Talk to me when you're little, like you have a brother who was a well-known radio station like a, like a, like, a, like a DJ.
1: Oh yeah, my brother Frank Delgado he's awesome. Um, he was a primetime DJ and he started working. I think he was 16 and he what's amazing is that he is an example of what um, we should all be doing, okay? When you start off doing something, you gotta understand you gotta start off as a beginner you can't just go into expecting that you're gonna um you know you gotta crawl you gotta crawl before you ball right and Mm -hmm. and my brother crawled my brother crawled and he did a lot of the back work for the radio stations um the grunt work right and so he did that for a while and then i don't know how he ended up on air but um I remember I was like hold five years old, right, King? So you gotta remember my mm-hmm. my memory's spotty on this. So it, it it went from he was just, you know, putting away the I'm trying to explain the the discs. It wasn't discs, it was a, the reels. You know what I'm trying to say back in the day how the radio stations did it? How, yeah. Okay. So he would like file those and label them and and to make sure like that the coffee was made. And so that was my brother. Well, then he got on air and it just changed everything about radio. He was a game changer and he had a following. He was basically like the Mexican uh, Howard Stern back in the day, but he was like yeah. the teen version. So it was very PG-13, you know, but he did things, said things that created a following that people loved it. So he's on like Instagram and Facebook, Frank D., and, you know, fast forward all these years, he became like the art director for an art gallery in Fresno, Arte Americas, and and he still does radio. So when my parents would go out on their date, they would leave me with him at the radio station. Hmm. And what do kids do? And you have a kid. I mean, what do kids do when they see you do something? What do they do? Copy you. Here I am. I mean... I actually had a little radio um, that had a cassette in it and I would pretend to have my own radio station. And guess what I said? I was like, this is the Jessica show. And I was like six, seven years old. And I would sing twinkle, twinkle. And I mean, this tape, I, my mom has it, but I told my husband last night, this is a passion of mine podcasting. And um, if my brother didn't do, you know, what he did to, be on air and and if he was he wasn't the person that he was, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now because he inspired me to start um branding myself and and creating uh, something that would help people. And he's the one who designed the logo for Vicilius Podcast and he designed the logo for the Jessica show, which is my uh reality show. Yes. So yeah, but yeah he did so he did radio and then um put, they put me on air. My first interview was with Michael uh, Damon, uh, Daniel Romalotti on The Young and the Restless. So the first person I interviewed was from, you know, The Young and the Restless. And after that, it just, it just took off. Um, I was a model for God Shocks. and then um, they asked me to, of course, write for the newspaper. And it was fun because I got to like photograph Brad Paisley and interview Lone Star, and it was just a great time in my life. And now I'm home. Um, with my kids, we own a business in downtown Visalia, like I said, my husband's a mechanic, and and now I I, I just want to connect with people like you, and, and bring awareness to what you're doing, and I looked at your podcast, I mean, sorry to go off topic, but, and I saw who you're talking to, a bunch of Latinos, and um, that's what, uh, Visalia is 51, 52% Hispanic, and we need to come together, and stop seeing each other as, you know colors and whatnot um and I really feel like Visalia is coming together like that and growing up here I went to high school at Golden West High School and yeah. there was a lot of controversy back then against like the LGBT community you know and uh now we have the source and they actually help educate the LGBT community here in Visalia so that's what I see good is that I like being here I know people are gonna go oh she she didn't leave somewhere else you know what Why, um, why leave when you love it, you know? And I see that Icilia evolves and that's what I'm all about right now. Steven is evolving.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good that you're involving. And, uh, I like what you said, you know, like when you heard my podcast, as I was spreading awareness to, uh, a lot of Latino and, and, uh, Chicano American, Hispanic, you know, and just everyone. And, uh. My podcast is very diverse. Where I interview a lot of whites, Mexicans, blacks, Asians, is gays, lesbians, and um, and uh, I want to be I want to be very frank with you. Back in the day, you know, I used to be criticized. You know, I oh, was look at Stephen. Uh, he doesn't know Spanish. He's a coconut, and this. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little story because I want you, I want, I want you, and so to let everyone know, is when there's. People in the Central Valley. I don't know. Everyone has different cities, you know. But uh, a lot of my family and they live in the Central Valley, of Modesto area and stuff. They um, they don't want to speak. His, they don't want to speak Spanish. And uh, I don't know what happened back in the day with the elders and stuff like that, where it was always English first. And if you could, if you were taught you, if you were speaking Spanish, uh, you would be beat up. And uh, my mom was always saying English first, English first, English first. And my mom is like, well, how come you don't speak Spanish? Because you don't need that. My mom was very, my mom was very, I, I, she, it was more racist back then because there was not, no social media to understand, to, to get along with everyone else. And, uh, you know, it was really sad that a lot of my families, I, I don't talk to you no more because, you know, they would tell me oh steven uh, don't hang around with uh, wetbacks don't hang around with bises. those are low those are low class people you know they just came over here with no papers and i didn't knew that and i didn't know what what the term wetback was and uh, it really hurt my heart it really made me understand and when i wanted to tell my dad i remember this i'll never forget i told my dad dad how come you don't teach me how to speak spanish when i said that to him when i must have been about 8 or 9 years old and i told him that uh my dad uh, socked me in the face really hard. I knocked out. I uh, was unconscious. And uh, he, I didn't know what, I don't know what happened to me. And when he hit me like that, I was like, what did I do wrong? I yeah. just asked you, like, how come I don't, how come you don't, don't want to teach me how to speak Spanish? And it really hurt me. And, and it kind of made me feel like, what am, what am I about? Because when you hear so much Latino and Hispanic and Chicano-American podcasts, I feel like I'm out of place because I don't understand what we're talking about because, I don't know the slang words. I don't know what they're talking about in Spanish and this, whatever. So it really bothered me because I want to be a part of something. You know, I don't forget where I come from. I love, I love, I love everyone. I love the Latino, I love the Hispanics and everyone like that. But I always want to do whatever I can to shed light of of a lot of people in the, in the Latino and the Hispanic, Chicano-American community because, um, our voices can't be silent. Our voices can be heard. So I'm doing whatever I can to shed light on a lot of things that people want, don't want to talk about. And that's where a lot of people, maybe like you and a lot of people are like, Hey, Mega man, you're an inspiration, you know, keep on doing what you're doing. And I want to be honest, I'm just doing my best, Jessica, to to shed light on a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I want to, I want to learn about my, uh, my culture again, you know, cause I want to start over and learn everything from the ground up. So, I'm gathering all this information from you, from a lot of podcasters like Buda Cultura, No Father No Problem, Chicano Shuffle, just, just everything. So I really, really, really want to understand where my my family were, came from, how did they got here, uh, never be embarrassed of your skin and everything. Never be embarrassed because, hey, you know, Megan, Matt, you, you're Mexican, but you don't speak Spanish. But you know what? I still love you for who you are, you know?
1: Yeah, and I love what you said, and then, and you're being honest, and it's true, and if people, if if we can, like, okay, if we can just, like, visualize people, okay, like, get a piece of paper, probably, and then draw different circles, and then put in the circles different uh, labels for the different kinds of Mexicanos or Mexicans, or, you know what I mean? So, that that right there's a whole different universe, and if you're not, Latino, like the ethnicity, you don't get it, right? You know what I mean? Like if, and nothing against anyone else, you, of course you're not gonna understand a Latina if you're not Latina, hello. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying that it's like, you you know what I mean? Like you just complained about that, like the Hispanic and then the Chicanos and then the this and that, the paisas, the wetbacks, right? Um, it's it's true. I I I don't get told that now because, the people who I associate with, I'm a member of the Tulare King Hispanic Chamber and then a Rotarian for Vice Latina Rotary, and mm-hmm. like Vice Latina Rotary, we stand for service above self, right? We believe in giving to others without expecting something back, and so um, I don't know. I'm just you gotta you you gotta understand why you're doing things, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I feel like Latinos, we we have a lot of issues. Um, I found out that. Latinos and Mexicanos, everyone, whatever you want to call it, the people in, the, in Mexico and South America, that um, corporal, pun- corporal punishment and uh, physical abuse wasn't introduced um, to their lifestyle or way of living until they came, uh, people came from Europe. Um, the Spaniards came, you know? So the Spaniards came and then started promoting violence to these mexicanos these Indian Native Americans and Aztec people and you know because Latinos by nature are very kind-hearted and loving and cariñosos and mijita and bonita te quiero you know um, you know you know singing little songs and you know, you know, you know that's mm-hmm. us that's me I'm, I'm a very my spirit calls me to love when my little girl draws on the wall, I laugh and I say, oh, I can wash that wall when she spills something. I show her how to clean it up and, and, and I give her a kiss and tell her that happens to me too, you know? So I'm not going to talk about my history. I'm not going to talk about my upbringing because I feel like that's private. Um, but what I've learned is that there's a lot of anger and, and sadness in the Latino community because of what was imposed on this through these the spaniards and the people who who uh, abused this and taught us that cycle so mm-hmm. so there's actually this uh instagram account i think it's called like latina x parent team and we're we're on a crusade we're in a movement and it's called End the chancla um was it in the chancla whatever like you know you the the joke all do you get the chancla right oh yeah so we gotta stop saying that. It's not funny no more. It's not good, you know. Like no, it's not good to threaten your kid and and mentally abuse them and physically abuse them, you know. And so um, go on to their Instagram. I, I, I but the movement is basically we're ending abuse in the in the Latino culture so we can heal and then we can start uh, growing together.
0: That's dude. That's fucking deep. What you just said right now because in a lot of Latino and Hispanic, Latin American cultures, you know, there was a lot of abuse. There was a lot of molesting. There was a lot of rapes. There was a lot of mental abuse, verbally abuse and everything. It's, we have to stop this. And and this is one of the reasons why when I said to you, I want to start over, I want to reeducate myself and everything because I want to shed light of a lot of the stuff because I was so sheltered from my mom and my dad. I, I didn't want, I didn't know about all these things, what's going on. But now with social media, now with books, now with podcasts, now with TV and everything now. You're gathering so much information, but in a way, it it makes me cry sometimes. You feel like I've been through all this stuff, but you know what? At least in a way, I've been through all this stuff, and I know what I did wrong, and it, and it was fucked up. But it made me realize with my kids, I'm gonna teach them way better because I don't want the cycle to continue. Still, mm-hmm. I want it to stop. And you know, it's just, it stopped with me because what my father was doing, it goes back to my grandpa, then my great-grandpa, then his great-great-great-grandpa. The cycle has to stop with me because I want my kids to be strong, uh, strong kids, and I want them, hey, you know what? I love you, you know, no matter what, because that whole thing, the whole machismo, like, oh, you know, I don't show my feelings at work, you know, like, you have to show your kids love. You have to understand, like, you don't know when we have kids and when they grow up, like, hey, they might be hurting deep inside. They want to know, hey, how come my dad doesn't love me? How come my mom doesn't love me and shit like that? We have to show our kids love. If not, they're going to rebel. They're going to hate us. They're going to be like, well, fuck you, you know? And they're going to be like, oh, you're just, you're just a grumpy old woman. You're just a grumpy old man, you know?
1: Uh, that's why I went to therapy because I was a grumpy. <laughs> I was that chick who so you're like, what the hell's is her issue? But I went to therapy and learned how to deal with it because I didn't want my kids to um, – Not want to be with me. I wanted them to grow up and say, "I want to call mom because I want to." You know, I don't want to be nagging my kids. So I I think ahead. I think about when my kids, when they have their kids, right? I want them to say, "Hey, you know what? We'll take the kids to mom. She'll take care of them, and trust me that I'm not going to abuse their kids."
0: Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. It's just uh, yeah. I just have, like I said this is very touching where he talks about, you know, what you said about the Europe said, we're so nice people with all that abuse and everything. It just went from generation to generation, Mm -hmm. generation. And I feel like right now in my, in my opinion, Jessica, I I feel like with social media and now from this 2020 from this COVID and everything, enough's enough. Yeah. Enough, enough. And we're going to have our voices way more, loud and not be silenced no more where a lot of the the old timers like our great our parents or our grandparents be like they still went to that old older generation and i feel like there's kids like younger or maybe us now that like, we're kind of more in the middle from the old school and the new school generation mm-hmm. i feel like we really know how it is we already know how that but you know what it's like i'm not gonna have anyone talk 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 down on me and be like, hey, just shut up and do it. Like, if someone's telling you to do something, like, well, why? Mm-hmm. And you, you want to complain about it, well, you know, just shut up and do it. Just work hard. That was the mentality because there was a lot of immigrants that came over here because they had no papers, and they were too scared. It's like, hey, just shut up and just do what he's told because if you say something, you get fired, you get, you get deported. Yeah. So, you didn't know who was undocumented or who was a citizen, you know? So, that's always been in that gene if like, just just do what you're told. No, it's, it's not like that no more.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, yeah. And it's just a cycle. So we can all recognize, whoever's listening to this, we can just recognize that there's ways for us to um, help ourselves to, how do I say this, to the, any fears, or anger, or, or pain, or trauma, anything you've gone through as a child, um, heal that. You know, heal it for yourself. <laughs> and then for future generations and um if if it's hard for you know that it it's hard for everyone you know to seek help for to heal you know what you mean
0: yeah i i get it and i feel like with me like when my kids get older and they tell maybe jessica or maybe you like hey mom or dad you never been through the same situations i have it's like i would have been like motherfucker like do you know how much like i had a Put up with? Do you know the struggle that your dad was homeless? Do you know the struggle what Jessica's been through? Like you, do you know you have a roof over your head? I'm teaching you all this stuff, and for you to be like all spoiled and this, or you don't know what you don't know how to earn it in this, and and don't be a sore loser. Get out there and go get it. Nothing's gonna be handed to you like a fucking platter. Like I want to teach my son street smarts, but I want to teach them about reality because. When he when our kids turn eighteen or twenty-one, when he gets t- when he when they get out there to the world, Jessica, I'm sorry to say, it's a doggy dog world mm-hmm. out there. And you know, it's not gonna be all peaches and all diney. Dude, it's very it's gonna be very cold-blooded.
1: Well, I have three children who have a hearing loss. Um, my first yeah. son, he is considered uh, you know, severe hearing, my second uh moderate, my third daughter, I mean my third daughter, my third child, she's um a mild hearing loss. So when I had my son and then they told me that he couldn't hear um, because he didn't get hearing aids until he was about, I don't know, three, three months old. If you go on my YouTube, you can see the video. There's like tons of views, but they put these hearing aids on him. Anyways, um, it was sad. Like it was the worst thing ever. And the first thing I thought was, oh my goodness, who's going to hire him? Who's gonna want him around? And I and I'm not crying. That's what how that's what I'm saying. That's how I was when I found out. Like I started crying. Like, and my husband's like, Oh my gosh, Jessica, why are you thinking that? And I said, No. When when you're able-bodied and you can do everything, it's a doggy dog world. And then you mm-hmm. have a handicap on top of it. Oof. So I'm actually an advocate for the deaf community because of that. So
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, having three deaf kids, I, I don't know what I would do. I would be, I, I'm i kind of speechless because if if like, what would I do? Would I be full-time dad or would I have to, or be full-time, full-time worker and not spend time with my kids? It's like, I don't know what I would do. If I had a situation like that and I had a podcast, I, I would have to make a sacrifice. I would probably have to, to quit the podcast and to, to focus on my kids because I want my kids to be better. You know, um, I have a son who's the oldest son and, uh, he's going to be, he's going to be with me forever. And my son has autism and, um, uh, it's, it's, it's been hard. It's been really, really hard. And, um, you know, if I I said this, I made a vow, if things get worse with my son with his autism, um, I would quit the podcast because I have to make a sacrifice and I, I love my son and um, I'm getting a little emotional talking about this because I always want my son to be, Mm -hmm. I want my son to be better. You know, I want my son to be normal. Like I would give my life, I would give my life for my, my, for my son, Gavin, to be better because, you know, my, my ex-wife, she, she, she deserted us and uh, she felt like I can't, I can't deal with an autism kid and I was stuck with him and, i have been with him when he was little and, um, you know, I just want the best for my son and, and I made a vow. If things get worse, I will have to quit the podcast and uh, to sacrifice everything to, to have my son to be there for my son.
1: Well, you have me now, so you not you're not going to worry okay. about quitting. And I am actually, I'm a teacher, so I'm trained on how to work with children with autism. So if you ever want to talk to me, I can help you. Um, my kids, even though despite their hearing loss, they're above great level. My daughter, her first language is American sign language, and she's basically fluent. So my daughter is trilingual. Uh, my son, who has a severe hearing loss, he's uh, seven years old, but he's gifted and talented with uh, dancing and art. So know that your child, yes, your child has autism, but autism doesn't define your child. See what makes your child happy. What makes him laugh? What makes him uh him right a boy yeah yeah what makes your son laugh you know what brings you guys together what makes you look forward and wake up and go oh i want to do that with him again create those those uh moments and, and and that will help you guys so much because podcasting um for me i feel like is an outlet now for us and a way to help educate others and i would i would be sad if you would left the podcasting world steven
0: yeah i know it's like it's just sometimes I feel like I already know what I want for the podcast, but when it comes to family, when it comes to my kids, you know, I'm ready to take, I'm, re- I'm I'm mentally prepared if I take a break from the podcast or not, but I, I love my kids. You know, my, I know my mom and my dad were weren't good parents. My dad was very abusive. My mom picked her career over me and she left me and my kids out to be homeless and her own grandkids. And, uh, sometimes in a way she has to realize it and she doesn't realize it because you know but it hurts my heart you know I, I lost I lost a mom and a dad so to me I don't have anyone to turn to mm-hmm. you know I don't have that much families and and but the good thing about it is from all this you know I made a lot of friends like you and I made a lot of friends from like from the podcast you know all my yeah. followers who who follow me you know and show me love and support that's my real family my my followers and my Instagram, my my followers, all my guests like you and and the podcasters and the and the, the listeners. Those are those are my real family. Yeah, those and are-
1: family doesn't always mean blood, too. And I gave a speech. I won an award um, at the installation awards for the Hispanic Chamber, uh, the President's Award last year. And I said that you know what, that um, you just got to be honest with yourself, you know, and and keep going forward and. Steven, I, I'm going to recommend, can I give you a tip? Because I What's up? I would say to um, redesign your podcast. Uh, you have a followship, right? People are following you. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it, it happens. People, you, have, you change uh, days, you know, the show was on Wednesdays, now it's on Fridays, or it was, you know, whatever, whatever. Things change, be fluid. So what I did is that I realized I need to be with my kids. I need to give them time. I do their speech therapy. I do their homeschooling. I cook. I clean. I do a lot. You know, I do all that. So before I focus on creating a podcast, I make sure that my priorities are in order and that my mm. chores are done, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can come to my house right now and come check out my house. It's clean. So that's how, So I said, okay now you can do your podcasting. And so what I do is I have seasons for my podcast. So right now I have a break and I take a break in July and August because that's when my kids are not really doing school. So I get to spend time with them. And then when they go back to school, I balance the time that I'm spending with them, you know, doing homeschooling and all that stuff. Then I tell my husband, all right, now it's me time. This is girl time for me. And then I do my podcasting and my business. So um it's all about balance it's all about priorities and it's okay to take a break sometimes Stephen if you want to take a break from your podcast it's okay because we're going to be ready when you're ready
0: to start again man that's that's pretty deep because I had that problem you know with my relationship it went down the drain and we got back together and trying to balance everything out but I feel like I think this is my own fault but I'm sorry Jessica but I set the bar way too high because when you have a goal for me like I said to you I want to be on Joe Rogan's podcast I set my bar really high where I have to grind, I have to spend out the family and work and I have to get out there. But and... what
1: happens though? I mean Joe Rogan if you listen to this, hi Joe Rogan, listen I'm like I'm like feature this on your on your podcast Joe Rogan, ready? Um mm-hmm. so I feel like if Joe Rogan wants us on his show he'll 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 find out about us. The universe will lead us to him, right? I mm-hmm. have fun, I like to be relaxed. I know people see me as this bubbly girl, and then I cried on your live feed that's me being real, but at the end of the day, if I want something, yeah i'm gonna work hard i maybe I'm gonna have priorities and persevere, but don't don't um. Lose your your relationships and mental health, and and make sure that your house is in order first. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's always good, and that's the thing. I I always my bills are paid. I, I I I I spend time with the kids. My house is clean, and all that stuff. I mean, I'm out there doing podcasts. You know, it, it varies. Sometimes a week I might be doing two podcasts. Maybe the next week I'll do six. Maybe the other week I'll do ten, or maybe do one. It just really depends, but like, you know, I have to, I I get out there. I set the bar high and I didn't tell you this. I'm going to tell you right now. The reason why um, I want to go on the Jarogas podcast, because this all happened right after me and my, my lady, we split up in January and December. So I've been having about, this is not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not, I'm being real. I'm not lying about this, but when you have deja vu of your dreams and and reality is going to come into play, when you have dreams that hey, I'm on the Joe Rogan's podcast and everything, and I see in my dreams every time it's me, my lady, my her mom, my dad, my my boys, you know my son and maybe my daughter who knows I don't know, but all I know is I keep on seeing this dream and it says and my lady says to me, she starts crying, every time in my dream it's it's like you know Steve I'm so proud of you said so why, even though like get emotional about this it's like. You 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 didn't you didn't talk about it. You did it. You showed your actions like you're on the Joe Rogan's podcast. And so what just... happens
1: once you're so so? Let's say you you finish doing Joe Rogan, then what? You know what I mean? Like what's going to happen after that? Because for me, if someone wants me to be on their podcast, that's cool. Like you, but um, that's not why I do podcasting. You know what I mean? I just do it because I'm just having fun. But was that like your goal? Is that why you started podcasting? To um, to meet him.
0: My no my goal is you know i like i said i did the podcast on accident i didn't know what i was gonna my, but that was my ultimate go and and if if i do go on the joe rogan's podcast and people say what's what are you gonna do after that hey the band the band still go the band plays on hey there's fighter and the kid hey there's mark maron hey there's this podcast there's this podcast you know there's the breakfast club there's 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 so much. That's what podcast. I want to do.
1: I want to be in the breakfast club for sure.
0: <laughs> there's so many podcasts out there. Just like it's unheard of. So even if I go on one day to the Joe Rogan, hey, Mega Man, I get it that you went on Joe Rogan, but hey, you have a million more podcasts to go. And if I go on the Joe Rogan's podcast one day by 2025, hey, I reach my goal. But you know what? the saga continues. I'm going to keep on doing and doing whatever I can to get my name out there, to get the Mega Man's podcast there, and I'm going to fulfill it and I want to leave a legacy. I want people to know like wow, Mega Man, he did a podcast. I love his podcast. He's so real, he's so honest, and he's loved. That's all I care about. I want my legacy to to live on like I want people to know like Mega Man did made a, Mega Man did made a difference in the world. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, you want to, you want to leave an impression, and so, but yeah, but anyways, that's my growing up. I mean, that's my childhood. I mean, I went to COS College Sequoias, and and I came back to Vicilia because I know that Vicilia has has some stuff that we need to work on, and I'm here to help. And I actually had surgery um, a couple weeks ago, and back to how we appreciate our followers and listeners my friends and family um brought me food and i really do appreciate that and that's what at the end of the day when you are um needing help from your friends and family to feed you and that humbles you i've, I've been very humbled so i'm a, I'm a different person anyone listening to this this jessica is a totally different jessica than the one that was uh two months ago
0: and the and the same and that that's good that you say that because the same goes for Mega man, because I have to say, and I want to say this, and I know people heard it, uh, for, to me, uh, listening to podcasts, podcasts saved my life. If it wasn't for podcasts, I don't know where my life would be at. But when you keep on doing the podcast, your personality changes. You mature. You see things different. You have an open mind. You're very knowledgeable. You you like to listen. And you want to hear people's uh, points of views and you want to know what's going on. And uh, I, to me, I feel like, doing this podcast jessica i feel like i got five years more wiser and it calmed my stress down it calmed my my anger down it made me very it made me very very calm and it made me listen to a lot because i for some reason i had this rage and uh everything changed mm-hmm. and i have to say i have to say thank you to to the to the podcast gods you know for for shedding light and and you know and this and this helped me find something more to not get into trouble and if I wasn't doing podcasts Jessica I'd probably be dead I'd probably be in jail I'd probably (laughs) have a fucked up life and everything but this is one of the things that I do podcasts because it keeps me very grounded
1: Now, I mean I want to talk about this is funny because people they ask me to go this was in 2000 what 2018 they're all what's a podcast what do you tell people when they say that
0: yeah I always tell people when people tell me what's a podcast, it's like, it's like radio, but in the same time, it's like radio, but we're it's not playing music. We're just talking and stuff like that because there's so much different types of podcasts out there. There's, there's podcasts who like to entertain and there's podcasts who, 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 who want to speak like knowledge and facts. There's always going to be something like that. Either... You're a podcaster who want to entertain people, or you're, or you want to be a podcaster to shed light of what's going on in the world.
1: Wait, what kind of podcaster am I? Uh,
0: you're kind of both.
1: Okay, yeah, I like to, yeah. I like to do both. I like to keep it like a, I'm not, yeah. you know, fifty-fifty. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's like with my podcast, I'm more of a storyteller you know, when I have a guest on, I want to know, how did you go from here to here to here? You went from nothing to something. I mean, I'm always going to be like that because mm-hmm. I, I want to break everything down of talking about a story instead of having a guest on and he's all, over I'm talking about everything all over the place. I've been through that stuff. So I want, you know, if I have a guest on Jessica, I want their stories to be told the right way. And the reason why is what happens if that person, he or she has a husband or wife, and they have kids, and, and they get older. It's like, hey, that was my dad. Hey, that was my mom, whatever. And that episode lives on until they have grandkids. Like, hey, that was my grandpa on the, on the Megan Mass podcast. I want their stories to be told the right way.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. What's nice is that when I publish my podcast, I'm excited for the people to listen to it. Um, I really take care of my podcast it takes me about I would say 12 hours for me to edit and craft because when you listen to my podcast show uh, music is part of it actually in the transition and and then I have my you know uh, my shout outs to my sponsors so I gotta really take care of it and I treat it with the same respect when I used to work at the newspaper and then my articles were like on the front page right that's how I mm-hmm. that's how I package my podcast so um, yeah. but Hey, ask me some questions. I know you had some, I don't want it to tell be yeah. about me. And, and, I know you're a storyteller yeah. and I feel like I, I led you to the part where I, um, went to Fresno state and then I met my husband at Crawdaddy's in downtown Visalia and my kids, I have kids, right? I have three of them. Um,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> and then here I am today talking to someone who from Long Beach and I love so California, like, so Southern California is where I should be actually.
0: <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a listener. Shout out to Robert the Snail. He asked, he gave you, he asked you a question. My problem is, how do I figure out what to make my show about?
1: Oh, you can contact me. Tell him to add me on Instagram, and then um, I'll do a little consult with him. I do mm-hmm. uh, fifteen-minute consults with anyone who is interested in starting a podcast.
0: That's awesome. That's something. Um, hey, Robert Snail, just follow her and everything. I'm just going by the because I'm doing the podcast with you. Uh, Right now, at the same time, doing live on Instagram. Uh, I have a lot of passion and interest. I love to just rant, but about positivity and belief. Uh, someone just put she needs ASAP when people have to say what they have to say because we're never going to understand each other when we don't agree. Uh, everyone's on saying sounds good. I'm gonna follow you, follow Jessica, and uh, I know you have the Jessica show, and I know you have the Facilia has a podcast. Um, how's that, how's that been going with you so far?
1: Oh man, I feel like I'm living my dream right now. You know, I wake up and I'm so excited to just start my day and man, I'm, I'm blessed. And, and the Jessica show was something that I started because people were asking me a lot of questions about my life. And I have a lot of friends with kids who are deaf and Sheena McFarley, uh, she's my friend. Her daughter is in the Netflix show, and her daughter is deaf, right? So the Jessica show, when you watch it, you're going to see sign language, and you're going to see Latino kids, and you're going to see us on our adventures when I do my work for the Hispanic Chamber. And so that right there just brought me happiness, because at the end of the day, I get to be with my kids, I get to be with my husband, and I get to pay some bills and and, and buy them some Legos, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. Having the shows like that. And I guess in a way you want to talk people, but we're talking about like maybe doing a collab of you and I doing a podcast, maybe on YouTube.
1: Yeah. And I wanted to call it the mega woman show.
0: Mega woman. Woo! <laughs> make a man and make a woman.
1: Yeah. And, and you know what? We're going to come together and we're going to show people how you can respect each other and have fun and grow an empire.
0: That's always something because, you know, that's the thing I'm trying to work on is the YouTube and the Zoom and the Skype and everything, you know, and having you on on the Mega Man's podcast, I was like opening your eyes and and getting to know who Jessica Rivera is all about. And um, I have to say, man, I feel like we only scratched the surface, you know, and I got to have you back on. Maybe if you're free in September or maybe October, you know.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, I'll be back whenever you want me. And if anyone has questions, I'll answer them. Um, I just want to say shout out to my friend Danny Salceda with uh, Falcon Pictures. He is a Latino producer, and he you can catch um, you can watch his film on uh, Amazon uh, Video, and it's called Catch the Fifty Seven. And the reason I brought it up is because he's Latino. He supports Latino actresses. And uh, I just found out that the Emmys, for the last uh, six, seven years, that there wasn't any Latinos even nominated for an Emmy. So right now, if you're a Latino and you're in the film industry, you should be upset about this. But we have people like Danny Salceda who are helping to change that. So big things are coming. Um, My father, please watch him on YouTube. You can type in um, Soldados Chicanos in Vietnam by Charlie Trujillo. And, um, there's a documentary from PBS that features him. And as Latinos, we need to look back at our history to know what not to repeat in the future.
0: Yeah. Uh, tag me, uh, send the videos and all that, and I'll I'll repost everything because, uh, with stuff like that, the, the stories have to be told and not be buried.
1: Amen. Namaste, dude. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, uh, Jessica Rivera, man, I'm so happy, uh, uh, I had you on the Mega Man's podcast, and uh, I really, really made a true friend. And, and, and it, it, every time I feel like, finally, I have someone <laughs> who, who lives out in the Central Valley, like, where maybe you're not from Modesto, but you're from Facilia, but at least I have someone to talk to who lives out the Central Valley where we can kind of relate on a lot of things, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's what we want to do. We want to connect with other people, other podcasters, other Latinos to stand for what we stand for. So if you want to connect with us, hit us up. Um, we said that I'm gonna just cover like the Central Valley and uh, like Bay Area, and you're gonna take mm-hmm. over the SoCal area. And so, yeah. if somebody from the Bay Area is Latino and they podcast and they want to take over the Bay Area, cool. We want to grow. We want to have a team. It's not only it's not gonna just be you and me um, much longer. I can really feel us that we're gonna grow.
0: Yeah. That's good that you you wanna cover before because we're, we're almost on uh, on that time uh you cover the barrier of the central Valley I cover um the Southern California, but also let's try to see if we can try to cover all the latino base all over the United States because there's so much there's so much of everything out there in the United States, and we have to have we gotta touch base on a lot of things, but we have to have touch base on a lot of different types of states because. Their voices need to be heard, you know?
1: Yes, yes. And if you want to be on my show and, and be interviewed, email me at Visalia's podcast. That's V I S A L I A S P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Or you can head to my Instagram or my TikTok. I'm going have a TikTok, J Marie underscore Rivera. And um, let's connect, let's grow your business, whoever's listening, let's grow your podcast, Stephen, to whoever, you know, is listening. And Joe Rogan, get him on already, dude!
0: <laughs> I, I, hey, I posted. I left a paragraph. People, I don't know if you have to. You have to scroll all the way down. But I told him, hey, my name is so and so. I introduced myself. He didn't look at it, but I, I let everyone know, like, hey, this is my thing. And there's going to be a lot of people who say, yeah, right. That's never going to happen. Or podcast it Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna
2: happen.
0: If it's in 2025, earlier or whatever. But when people see me on, I'm always gonna give the shout outs to the people who who guided me there and who helped me out i'm never gonna i'm never gonna forget to get, i'm never going to forget you or everyone else the followers the listeners i i'm gonna make it and yeah. when i do people are gonna be like okay Mega Man, what's next well okay. mark maron fighter and the kid blah 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 yeah. this goes on and on to the day i fucking die
1: and um you know what we are i'm gonna put it in the universe right are gonna put it out there okay So I'm gonna meet you um, down south. We're gonna go on the Joe Rogan show together, you and I. I'm gonna meet Joe Rogan because I like him too, and then um, we're gonna go hang out. And I'm gonna do like my reality show down there, you know. So um, stay tuned, people. You may think, you know, but we you put it out there, and Joe Rogan can agree um, that right now it's all about podcasters uniting. And I really feel like. We're gonna do good, good things together because we have a goal, Stephen, and that that goal is to just keep leveling up and doing good.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, we need a coconut club.
1: <laughs> there we go. That's where we go. You know what? That should be our podcast, uh, the Coconut Podcast.
0: <laughs> coconut Podcast.
1: <laughs> <You came laughs> Dibs on that. That's our podcast, yo.
0: Shout out to Pie Cruiser for saying that. We need a Coconut Club podcast for all for all of, for all us bolchos.
1: Tell him, tell him that if he wants to contact us, and then we can like meet up. Cause we can we can have like a meeting on Zoom, right? I really think yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's true because I get called coconut, and, and and the thing is, yo puedo hablar español. You know, yo soy mexicana. But when I was in, in elementary school, the same thing happened to me. They were like, you can't speak Spanish here, right? But then you get to high school, and then suddenly you got to learn Spanish. So. I don't know what's up with that, but I'm, yeah, I am not a coconut, but I would, I will call myself a coconut because it's a joke now.
0: <laughs> I know, you know, people don't know the term coconut. It's, it's called brown on the outside, white in the middle. So we're brown Mexicans, but we're white people inside who don't speak, we don't speak, uh, we don't speak co- uh, Spanish. But at least if you heard this podcast, you will understand why we don't speak Spanish. And if yeah. it wasn't because we don't want to. Is this that, our parents didn't want us because it was it was frowned upon you know it was
1: disrespectful it looked it was and i'm not saying that i'm agreeing i'm saying when we were told not to speak spanish it was because we were being disrespectful so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: i mean i i'm not gonna the schools that i went to i mean they were they were actually trying to help us you know because you got to learn english if you're in america you know
0: (laughs) well (laughs) one of my friends put diverse city says start watching novellas and you learn quickly
1: I <laughs> no, senor. No quiero no mas uh, uh,
0: no, no, no. Not on what I'm saying. Oh my god Hey, well Jessica, <laughs> um thank you for coming on the Megan Man's podcast. And uh where can everyone follow you at?
1: Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram, J Marie underscore Rivera, R-I-V-E-R-A. You can follow me on TikTok, same name. You can follow me on uh, YouTube, uh, The Jessica Show. You can type in Visalia, California, and a bunch of my videos pop up. And um, what I'm all about is if you're going to connect with me, let's do something. Let's collaborate. Let's grow together. Um, Right now, I'm I'm really doing a lot. I have a lot on my plate. And on 10-10-2020, there's actually going to be a virtual art show uh, with the Visalia Latino Rotary. I'm raising money for... Uh, Devisadero Middle School and Mount Whitney High School students so they can get supplies. And the school psychologist is picking out children in need who need these items. So I want to raise a lot of money. I want to buy backpacks and shoes and socks for these kids. And so I actually did a boudoir photo shoot. So it's, it's um, you know, I, I was in my bra and, you know, you can see me like, you know, see through stuff. But you're going to see a virtual show of not just me, but other Latina women um, raising awareness that, um, women are beautiful. So right now it's a women empowerment. If you're a woman listening, you're beautiful. You're amazing. If no one's told you that today, please know that you are truly blessed and, 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 and be proud of your body and be proud of your curves.
0: Yeah, man, that's, that's deep. So everyone follow her YouTube at Jessica Rivera, the Jessica show, uh, both her podcast, Facelia podcast. And she has another one called Facelia has a podcast. I'm going to post all my link, all that stuff up and everything. Um, Jessica Rivera, man, it was a, it was an honor having you on the mega man's podcast. Uh, we're going to do a part two. We're going to talk base on a lot of things down the road for YouTube and everything. And I just want to say, uh, I'm going to support you all the way of what you do. And, um, I'm going to get your name out there and that, Hey, uh, our voices are going to be heard and not be silent anymore. No, nope,
1: no, nope. And you know what? And I also want to say shout out to all my friends. We have nothing against Caucasians. I love my, my, my white friends. I wouldn't be where I'm at now if I didn't have them. I have a lot of Caucasian friends that back me up. So when I make jokes like about the Karens, right, it's just a joke. Um, mm-hmm. and I, and I want to do apologize if I did offend anyone.
0: Yeah, it's all good. It is what it is, but thank you for coming on. Okay. Everyone, um, Subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate review on the Mega Man's podcast, but also Jessica's podcast. Uh, Vasilia has a podcast on Apple Podcasts to make both the podcasts better for you to listen to. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the Mega Man's podcast. My personal one at Mega Man six nine eight zero. And what's your personal one so everyone can follow you at? For
1: my Instagram, it's J Marie <laughs> underscore Rivera.
0: Jay Marie underscore rivera follow her follow her podcast what she does and once again jessica thank you for coming on the making Mass podcast yeah
1: and, and support my patreon you can support and sustain my podcast for as low as three dollars a month so i tell people it's like you're buying me a starbucks you know so um check it out patreon.com backslash my podcast and thank you so much Stephen, for your time i appreciate your hard work And I will be here for you as a friend to guide you
0: and to help you and to listen to you. All right. Thank you so much, Jessica. Mega Man and Jessica Rivera. We're out. Later, everyone. Peace out. Love you.